You're listening to the Superman Super Show, episode 25, Superman's Super Campaign. Howdy, folks. Welcome to an all-new episode of the Superman Super Show. I'm a host. My name is Ed, and a thousand miles over there to my left is another host, Mr. Stephen Orr. Hello. So, cold pizza and code red got me through college. Really? Never been a never been a code red guy. Love cold pizza though. Oh man, I I, I was I was uh, interesting to me. Interesting story about code red. Uh, back in the day, had been hearing that it was coming out. Uh, I went to a college slash university here in southern West Virginia, near where I'm living now. Didn't see hide nor hair of Code Red anywhere. No store, no restaurant had it, nothing. But it kept hitting the advertising airwaves, uh, magazines, TV, you know. Um, I was working on my uh, bachelor's in geology. And one summer, we had a summer uh, field thingy for six weeks and went to Colorado and Utah. And while we were in Colorado, finally hit a Taco Bell that had code red. So after months and months of of wanting a code red, Jonesen, as it were, had to go all the way out to Colorado. You know, what is that? That's 16 to 20 hours driving one way uh, to finally find it. And I was able to enjoy my first code red. That's crazy. So there we go. There's there's my code red story. Nice. My uh, my son really likes the Baja Blast. Okay. And okay. for a long time, they we couldn't you couldn't get it around here either. But you could get it at the Taco Bell. So mm-hmm. <laughs> if we were going to Taco Bell, he'd be like, "Give me a Baja Blast." But, yeah, that's what he wanted. Yep, I got you. That's um the the most recent example of that. Only like, well, no, uh, the most recent example of that is is Cheerwine. Um, for a long time, there was a it's a it's a cherry flavored. It's not quite cola, but it's kind of a cherry cola. And for the longest time, it was a very southern thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when we got a Bojangles up here, uh, we started being able to get it up here. And then about a year after Bojangles came in, um, Cheerwine m- made it into the stores up here finally and, and was available. Never so, heard so Doug is a Baja Blast uh, person himself. Yeah. I, uh, once I switch to diet, um, I, can't, I can't drink non-diet stuff anymore. It's, it's just too sweet. I, I, I understand your words, but the, the, that- I know. That very foreign concept. The meaning of of that particular order of words. Uh, yeah, yeah, I don't I don't understand that. That's okay. That's all right. Uh, my my wife is the same way. Uh, yeah. She's consumed diet for so long, and I'm like, too sweet. What do you mean? Your diet yeah. is like, yeah. So we we. Yeah. I, I try not to have those conversations because I'm going to lose. Yeah. So I, I just yeah. It's just it's it's one of those things because my my doctor who uh, does all my weight loss stuff who has been just trying to get me off of. Any kind of sweetened anything that's not Absolutely. fruit, basically, yeah, you know, tells me all the time. You know, it, it's it's eventually if if you're not drinking even the diet soda, um, and you, the only sweet tasting stuff you're getting is is fruit, then that's you know that's all you're going to crave. Your 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 body's going to stop missing it after a while. But right. It's yeah. I just I haven't gotten to that. Perhaps, and I don't know that I ever will. Like but, oh, yeah. yeah. Because yeah. because she she tried to get me on like the the bubbly you know the carbonated the flavored carbonated water and that <sighs> stuff tastes like death. Okay, <laughs> it's just, okay. Well, it's there we not, go. It's not good. That, but she says, you know, work. once once you your your body once you have stopped with all the sweets, 
then you're that will taste sweet to you and it's like mm-hmm. it's going to take me yeah i yeah it's, it's, it's a matter of like well you know i don't want to take that chance so right i'm, I'm going to keep going with what i'm doing it's like i used to tell everybody who because i i have never been a big drinker and i've never liked beer nope. and as a teenager you know when all my friends were drinking beer and and they'd say well you get used to it and i i don't want to have to get used to it right you I, know it's i'm not interested i'm not that interested in getting drunk that i have to get used to a taste to get to that, to that i uh, you know I've, I've been around long enough and i've tried multiple times and i can honestly say nope never acquired yeah. the taste for beer never have and i and i know people my my both both of my brothers my older brother is very you know it's like they just love beer uh, and no. you know it's like uh, i just i don't, I don't get it. alcohol just itself was just never and and that's not a bad thing no, so. not at all. Not at all. Hey, uh, before we get into the bef- before you get into the actual episode, um, I just want to remind everybody real quick. This is the week that uh, or at least the week that this episode comes out is the same week that episode zero of Manu show. Just another fanboy presents the death of Superman uh, has launched. You can find that at presents dot just another fanboy dot com. And I'm basically I'm reading through the the death of Superman uh, uh, big Superman event that went through all four Superman titles from 92 into 93. Um, so if you want to go check that out, it's out there. And for our quick thoughts, just refer back to episode 24 of this show where we gave um, a rather a quick thoughts on Death of Superman. Yeah, we, we had a lot of banter in that episode. Yes, yes, indeed. About that very thing. Yep, yep, yep. Alrighty, today we're looking at Superman's Super Campaign, which appeared in Action Comics number 18. This was written for us by Jerry Siegel, penciled and inked by Paul Cassidy, who was a uh, ghosty kind of person for our much-esteemed Mr. Schuster at this point. Now, Action Comics 18 was published by DC Comics and has a cover date of November 1939 with, according to Mike's Amazing World of Comics, an approximate on-sale date of September 28th, 1939. So just roughly a month before. And it's those on-sale and cover dates are kind of hanging with right about a month in between right now. Yep. But here is what happened in this issue. Senator Hastings has just finished giving his final speech for re-election. After many congratulations, Senator Hastings is driving home when he comes across a stranded woman in the middle of the road. Saying that she survived a car crash and is lucky to be alive, the senator gives her a lift into town. While Senator Hastings is driving, the woman grabs a vial of sleeping gas and crushes it. With the senator knocked out, the woman, named Trixie, drives the car to Wayside Inn, a notorious roadhouse where she meets with a couple of men to drag the senator into the inn. I wonder if uh, Dalton is at this particular roadhouse. The name is Dalton. <laughs> the next day, Clark and Lois go to cover a woman's suicide attempt. <laughs> Excuse me. Let me try to suicide. I, I don't know what suicide. that is. Okay. Death by sewer. <clears throat> The next day, Clark and Lois go to cover a woman's suicide attempt. While the woman is in (laughs) question. Wow. You've psyched yourself out. While the woman in question does not want any of this news to appear in the papers, rival journalist Gene Powers from the Morning Herald decides to write and publish the news the next morning. 
Furious by the lack of journalistic integrity from Gene, Clark and Lois confront him. As Gene throws a punch at Clark, Clark ducks and pretends to be clumsy by accidentally ramming his elbow into Gene's face, knocking him out. Later in the day, Clark is sent on assignment to interview Senator Hastings. As Clark begins to introduce himself, Hastings begins to plead for more time to collect the $10,000 for him. Confused, Clark tells Hastings that he's from the Daily Star and is soon sent on his way. As Clark leaves and ponders what that was all about, Clark notices that Gene Powers is now meeting with Hastings. Using his x-ray vision and super hearing, Clark is able to see and listen into the conversation between Gene and Hastings. Gene shows Hastings photographs of Hastings drugged, drinking, and smoking with Trixie and is blackmailing him by printing these photos if he doesn't pay the $10,000 soon. Clark changes into Superman that evening and goes to Gene Powers' home and finds the blackmailed photos along with a list of all his blackmail victims. Gene wakes up and threatens Superman with a bow and arrow. I think maybe that's the first time other than in Green Arrow I have ever seen anybody threatened with a bow and arrow. Right. Unsuccessfully shooting Superman with an arrow, Superman takes the bow and shoots an electric billboard outside with great accuracy to prove his prowess. As Superman leaves and threatens Gene to leave, Gene phones Hamilton, the publisher of the Morning Herald, to warn him of Superman. Hamilton demands Gene to come to the office at once. That quite didn't make sense. No. Superman threatened Gene that if he did not leave town, Superman would be back, is somehow how that should have read. Superman follows Gene to the Morning Herald and overhears the conversation between Gene and Hamilton, confirming that Hamilton is behind the blackmailing and that Trixie and the photographer of the blackmailed photos are wanting more money or they'll squeal. Superman then follows Gene to the Wayside Inn, while Hamilton decides to publish the photos on the front page immediately after Senator Hastings refuses to give him the money. In the Wayside Inn, Gene shoots the photographer and is about to shoot Trixie when Superman busts through the window and throws Gene against the wall. Superman then heads to the Morning Herald, and after finding out that Hamilton has published the papers to go out, Superman destroys the printing presses along with the cars shipping the newspapers. After the wreckage, Superman forces Hamilton to give him the photographic plates of the senator, destroying them, and threatens Hamilton into leaving town at once. A week later, Senator Hastings is reelected. So, Stephen, even though I did a really poor job of reading that, and <laughs> it was rather confusing in its in its written reading, uh, what did you think of the story? Uh, this one was all right. Um, a couple of quick notes I had was... Uh, First of all, um, I think this is one of the first times I've I've read a comic where uh, a superhero really kind of got involved in a politician's political career. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, granted, the the bad guy was was blackmailing the politician, but so what happens still, all the time? Yeah, Superman really kind of got in the middle of that. Uh, Trixie looks like Lois Lane, plain and mm-hmm. simple. I mean, mm-hmm. if you, it, especially the fact that Lois is in the issue you know, is part of the story. Look at Lois panels and Trixie panels, and it's the same person. And I feel like this is not the first time we've seen this uh, from Schuster. Um, I know we know he can draw women that don't look like Lois Lane, but I right. I find it odd when he does draw women that look just like Lois Lane. I find that very odd. Um, we also get a lot of Superman's, his 
if, if he's not threatening somebody's life, he's he's basically making them leave town. And I, I have to wonder where they end up setting shop after they leave Metropolis, because that's all you know, it's it's either do this, confess to your crime or I will kill you or uh, leave town or I will kill you. It's it's one or the other. And this one was was two two folks two two different bad guys he he made leave town and uh, I, are they going to Gotham? Is that why Gotham is such a, a crime ridden city? Is because they're all Maybe Superman's so. making them leave Metropolis? Yeah. They're just going to Gotham and setting up shop. He doesn't follow them out that far, just right. out to the the city limits. And yeah. if they're past it. He's like, okay, it's like, all right, my job is done. They're, they're no longer in my city. There's somebody else's problem. That's that's. Um, this also has a cover. Uh, yes, they did. Uh, Matt credit Paul Cassidy. Um, both on the where did you pull this from, Stephen? Uh, DCFandom.com is where I get the 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 credits. And the uh, Grand Comic Book Database also credits him, I believe. Yes, it's signed as Joe Schuster, but um, Cassidy somewhere along the way has been determined to have been the penciler and inker, apparently. Um, we'll wait for Matt to respond if he does. Um, this cover doesn't have anything to do with the story and the splash panel yeah. in the upper right-hand corner. What's going on with the aircraft there that are being shot down by invisible ACAC or what? I mean, what, I don't that, know. The, 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 the opening panel in most of these issues of action comics have nothing to do with the, uh, yeah, the, the, the splash panel where they give what's ultimately the, uh, faster than a speeding bullet, more powerful than right. a locomotive thing about Superman, which they haven't quite gotten there yet. I think that uh, comes from the, I think it comes from the TV show. It, it, it may be from the radio show first. But, but being uh, just, just a panel is okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that, that's okay. But this one, something is happening. Up yeah. Here something's in the shooting out those planes, planes out of the sky and we don't yeah. know why. And Superman just seems to be leaping by and ignoring them completely. Fred Gardner is the, cover artist yeah okay i see that here on the yeah gardener gardener yeah i can see that in the corner grand comics uh listing uh but yeah those those are so right off the bat not not that um you know bringing up the cover artist not that that art is bad at all i, no. I actually would quite enjoy this art in a war comic i it would it would yeah. suit very well but again this looks like a, a scene from world war one which we're in between of course but uh yeah, I, I I guess given the the current climate of things, maybe or to try to make it more actiony to grab people, they're they're you know conflating the Superman with potentially real world events to juice up interest in the book. I guess I, I don't I don't know. It it just you know nowadays, yeah, like you said, it's it's common that you're lucky if the character that's in the book is even on the cover, much less the cover having anything to do with it. Um, yeah. And I'm assuming that um, that cover has something to do with one of the other stories, stories? in this issue. And, and based be. on the titles um, I'm looking at DC fandom and based on the titles, I can't see which story that might be a part of um, Pep, Pep Morgan. Um, no, that's a Western Chuck Dawson. Mm, that's that's a Western. Yeah, that looks like a Western. Uh, Cult of the Tiger is an adventure flying fool. It's aviation. 
Yeah, must be that one. Although that's a text story of, of mm-hmm. one and a half pages. So that's uh, Tex Thompson. I don't think he, he was a detective, right? I don't think he would have. Um, three Aces, Adventure Aviation, 1937 War in Spain. That could be what, what it's referring to. Yeah. Three Aces, the captured plane. Captured planes. Zatara yeah. is the other big story. So, yeah. So, yeah, I wouldn't. I wasn't even thinking about the fact. I'm. I'm. I was thinking about the Superman book itself, which of course is all Superman. But yeah, the, the action issues are are not. So that was. Yeah. That was goofy of me to even think that it it should have been a Superman cover. There's no, you know, there's five or six features in each issue. It could be any of them. So I apologize, Action Comics, for saying that. <laughs> that was just goofy. You know this this scene here at the in the in the story at the restaurant where. Uh, Lois and Clark, and it's it's mostly Clark confront confronts the other reporter, mm-hmm. Power. and it's 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 so funny because the guy is such a jerk because Clark just walks up to him and tells him that's that wasn't sporting at all, and the guy's like it wasn't a eh? neither is this, and just takes a swing at Clark, and then of course Clark just accidentally elbows him in the chin. Oops, sorry. Just, Finally. Clark is doing something. Finally. Right, right. Yeah. He definitely does not come across, even though he he doesn't, you know, throw his, you know, throw throw hands with this guy. He definitely doesn't come across as a coward in this one in mm-hmm. front of Lois, because if they were still, I guess, kind of going with that angle, then Lois should have been the one that got all in this reporter's face. And Clark would have been like, now, Lois. Let's right, not yeah. get too hasty here. You know, it's like we don't don't make him mad, Lois. I'm a coward. But so, yeah, you know, at least Clark at this point is 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 not looking, you know, like a weakling in front of Lois. Um, and I believe and it, the next page, panel 30, is the one that you were asking about with his. Yeah. Is what what what's up with that panel is because the first thing I thought was, oh, my gosh, they're using his heat vision because it right. looks like he's melting, melting a hole the in the wall, freaking yeah. wall. But. I don't know if that's just because obviously he doesn't. Nope. I don't know. It's it. It's just X-ray vision. But yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it's it's even drawn like the wall is melting. Yeah. Is that supposed to be? I mean, I, I'm trying to imagine it if this was happening on a TV show or in a movie. And is that supposed to be our transition? Like, ooh, the the wall is melting away, even though it's not to see what's on the other side, just to I guess. It, accentuate his x-ray vision they didn't do that the last time they used his x-ray vision i just found that really confusing at first um and also uh let me state here i need to find it there apparently was a yep here it is panel 62 here is a hanging superman so that's two issues in a row that brings us up to 10 total it's crazy hanging by one hand while he's looks like he's listening through the wall, which he could be, I guess with his, the super hearing he does have at this point. Yeah. And, and then before that, him using the bow and arrow to shoot that little light bulb Uh, out of the, that was just, yeah. What, what truly, what was the point of that? I don't know because I get it. He's, he's like, this is who you're messing with. Don't mess around with me because I can do this, but he could have just picked the guy up by his throat (laughs) and that would have been, just as you know, well, or or just puffed up his chest and let the arrow bounce off his chest. That would have been yeah. pretty pretty imposing. Um, yeah, you've got it. Go ahead. Uh, Matt says in the comics, colored red in the Golden Age Superman omnibus, which is what I'm looking at. Yeah, that's that's what we both have. It's it's colored red, but the the it also looks like the yellowish there or the secondary color. Yeah, yeah. What the X-ray vision is red, yeah. 
and then where there's the like this this swath going across the bricks that's yeah in yellow and it looks like the the wall is melting it looks like right the, yeah it looks like it's so i guess that is the vision penetrating is what they're trying to portray there yeah rather than i guess anything physically really happening to the wall right yeah. because even in the next panel you know the people are kind of hazy like a ghost yeah yeah in in you know denoting because they say up here he's using x-ray eyes so yeah and and maybe i don't, I don't know maybe it was um drawn would it have been drawn and then the narration lettered after so maybe the artist didn't know what he was doing not in a bad way but yeah it's definitely x-ray vision matt's matt's saying wouldn't say it's heat vision either it's definitely x-ray vision it's just the way that it's it's drawn and colored i thought it was the heat vision at first that was my first thought was right when i first oh my gosh they're using his heat vision and it's like no no it's it because it tells us in the next panel that he's using his x-ray eyes yeah, and his so. sense, super sensitive ears, but it's just that it's just a weird way to to show his X-ray vision being used. Because normally, I mean, even back then, a lot of times what we would see is um, even if we were seeing him looking at the wall, instead of the 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 the, the red beam hitting the wall and then what looks like the wall melting, we just would have seen like a circle with dots going around it. And the people on the other side of the wall through that. That's that's how I'm right. used to In seeing the them circle would have doing been, the. It just like uh, Matt says here, thirty one yeah. is is a much better example of using the X ray vision. Agreed. Yep. Yeah. And uh, let me just call Matt out for uh, cool beans sitting there looking at the book while we're talking about this. Yeah, that's very pretty nice. awesome too, man. Matt's following but along. That's, but that's yeah, that's the edition that uh, Stephen and I both have is that golden age. Yeah. What an omnibus or whatever it's called. Yeah, the omnibus is the omnibus. I think that's more Superman in the Golden Age. Yeah. big book. What whatever yeah, they called it, big hardcover cycle. or whatever. Um, ripping the safe out like paper. It said, yep, yeah, like it was constructed of paper. I was like, okay, there we go. There's there's Superman doing some super stuff. Yep. But then yeah, we get get to the arrow thing, and and that that whole sequence just was off to me. Uh, it you know. Catching the arrow, well, even a regular dude can catch the arrow. You know, yeah, I mean, it's it's uh, it's more impressive. You know, like the time we saw him catch the bullet before it it hit. There was like the yeah the story where the guy shot at Lois and he raced the bullet and yep. got in front of it and caught it before it hit Lois. You know that that was pretty cool. This is just like okay, I, you know, I guess they're just they're trying different things They're, You know, what's a way that we can show that Superman is uh, super that we haven't shown before, you know, without dogging anybody just saying that he's better. I'm better than you watch the watch that light bulb over there. Yeah. Yeah. Like, okay. And, and, and of course that just terrifies this poor man. Oh, what do you want? (laughs) You know? Yep. Not that catching the arrow did it. Right. Which would be impressive enough. I would think, you know, it's like, Oh, Damn. Yeah. Okay. Pretty silly. And uh, we get so, another, um, you know, like you said, we got another Superman hanging from a ledge looking right at the window. There in uh, but we have a, a another scene of Superman chasing down a car. Yes. Or in this case, he's just following the car, but still, you know, it's it's just it's really it's really funny and really hard for me to to not laugh at those kind of panels because for uh most of my life. The Superman I know is a Superman that flies, but right. seeing well, him following a car by running behind it, it's just, it's just, it's, 
it's not something that I'm used to at this point. And it's really but here in panel fifty nine on the page before, that yeah, is exactly what it looks like. Looks like exactly. he's flying it's, it's all like in he's, the car. Yep, he's doing the Hulk thing where he's leaping. Yep, that's yeah. that's more what we're used to now. And you wouldn't even know that. Even even just the it, it doesn't even tell you in the in the the panel that he if you looked at that panel by itself even with the text you would assume he's flying because mm-hmm. it just says shortly after high overhead in the sky Superman trails powers auto so yep. yeah it's I can understand why eventually there's an issue where an artist just draws him flying because can, can, can we just have him flying like from now on it's, yeah, yeah right yeah um, yeah and then. Superman really does go to quite the extreme lengths to make sure that the story doesn't go out, uh, uh, you know, wrecking this printing press and then breaking the the photographic plates so that. Uh, don't don't forget yeah. trashing the delivery trucks. Yeah. Yeah. He just he just he did that, too. So it's, you know, Superman, come on. Come on, brother. Matt want us, wants us to look at panel thirty nine. Okay. Yep. Looks like he's flying there too. Yep. Yep. Can be seen streaking down to now. See that even implies that he's flying. Yeah. Fantastic yeah. figure can be seen streaking down toward Gene Powers' home. Well, yeah, he's flying, so he's. But no, he's jumped yeah. and he's just falling. And and that's uh, another question uh, that just occurred to me. If if he is this uh, awesome jumper, can he control when he decides to come down? That's a good question because he he does that a lot when he's descending. He, you know, you would think somebody who is who doesn't fly but is leaping that they would drop out of the sky feet first, but he tends to dive out of the sky a lot. It's like he gets to the to the apex of the arc and then dives down, which I find really really weird for him because it would just be easier for him to drop out of the sky feet first because he's got to flip back over so right. he lands on his feet. Well, what what I was referring to though is can he cut his leap short? Right. Yeah. D- does he have this phenomenal spatial uh, ability to to calculate that whatever the distance is, he jumps exactly what that distance requires? Yeah. Which if, I mean, you could say the same thing for the Hulk. I mean, I've, yeah. I've, but we're not we're not talking the Hulk, you know. So, but it's like, so does he always? You know, he never overshoots. He never comes up short. Or just. I mean, I feel like I've I feel like I've read issues of the Hulk where he has been in in midair in the middle of his leap and notices something on the ground and still manages to land next to, you know, it's like he's in mid leap and he he looks down and is like, oh, there's something down there. I should probably check out. And And he manages to land. He can go to. okay so to me, but that to me, that's flying. (laughs) I, I don't possess super leaping ability, yeah. so I, I can't attest to how it works exactly. I mean, I guess if, if Superman can, uh, you know, lift that sub out of the water in that one previous issue without whatever it is, anything yeah. behind him to, to, oh, to act <laughs> as a <laughs> to buoy, to, to, yeah, to, yeah. <laughs> push I against. Guess, it's yeah. like, yeah, OK, yeah, just the water. It's just comic books, man. Come on, guys. That's, that's what it is. Overthinking <laughs> you know, it. You know. Got to quit. Got to quit. Um, um he does, really he not- does get shot twice here, so that's cool. Yeah, it, it wasn't impressive with the arrow, so they they had to have right. him get shot. It's yeah. you know, and and you know it's 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 a good uh, a gun and everything because the other dude gets killed with the same gun, and so you know it's legit. Yeah. Um, yeah. Kills the one dude, but not Superman. Yeah, yeah, and I I you know there are times when when uh it seems like they're whenever he's being shot. 
recently in stories, he always has something funny to say about it. At least I think it's funny. I don't know if it's meant to be funny, but of course this guy shoots him and he just says, give me that. And, uh, you know, I know in, in a previous story that somebody was shooting him and he was just like, I could do this all day or mm-hmm. something to that, you know, to that effect. But, uh, in this case, he's just like, give me that. Like, what are you doing? Come on. I'm Superman. And the bullet careens off Superman's super tough skin. Surprised, he says. And then, yeah, throws him into a wall. That's a that's a great panel. That's that's a very violent looking. <laughs> yeah, that <laughs> guy. Uh, that, uh, yeah, I, I don't think that guy. He he probably has a broken back. I, he's he's going to be feeling that in the morning. Yep. Yep. Some yeah. Extended tub time there for that one. Yeah, he's going to need some Epsom salt or something to soak for a while. Look at this tower here uh, in uh, panel 77. Yeah, it looks like a Christmas tree almost. It's a rather impressive tower for for a building. Yeah. It looks almost evil kind of or something, yep. you know. Yep. Everything else is nice and square and uh, rectangular and 90 degrees. And, and then you have this, you know, I don't know, John Carter of Mars building or something yeah. there. It almost looks like a drill. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I don't know. Maybe they'll pick that up in a in a next issue somewhere. <laughs> yeah. It'd be well, nice Superman if they was, if they hid stuff like that in these, you know, that I'm going to draw this building that will come back as a Martian spaceship. Right. You know? right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then uh, be- because of something like this, this book will sell for more because that's the actual first appearance of whatever yep. it is instead yep. of, you know. <laughs> Yeah. And then, of course, these last two pages, like you said, it's like he he gets to this to this newspaper and tries to stop them from from printing it. But it's too late. It's already been printed. It's being loaded onto trucks. And so he destroys their trucks. And then that's not enough. He has to destroy the printing press and the the, the photographic plate just so they can't make any more. And, yeah, makes the guy leave town by by threatening him with his life or. Yeah. You're smart. You won't be in this city tomorrow. I'll get out at once. Yeah. Okay. And then, and then, yeah, we learn a week later that the, uh, the politician was reelected and that Clark was of great assistance. And Clark gives a little nod and a wink to the readers. Uh, many thanks from Superman too. It would be fun if we got an issue later where we find out that, uh, you know, Superman has to go see this politician and it's like, Hey, I need something from you. <laughs> I helped you get elected. Or the so, politician goes dirty. Yeah. Yeah. And he, you know, I, I helped you get here. And this is, this is how you repay that. Yeah. And you honestly, better leave with, town. with Superman in these stories, it, it, it wouldn't surprise me if something like that happened because really it's almost like anything at any point, Superman could just be like, I don't agree with that. Yep. And so I'm going to destroy a bunch of stuff. And that's all you, know? you got. I mean, yep. there's nothing you can do about it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's all okay, I got to say about this. Okay. One. Yeah. I don't, I don't think I have anything else to add. So we do want to thank everyone for listening to this episode of the Superman Super Show. If you'd like to drop us a line, ask us a question, or just provide feedback in general, you can send an email to the Superman Super Show at gmail.com. Also reach out to us on Twitter over at Soups, S-U-P-S, Super Show, one word, Soups, Super Show. Or, and, and I made a motion with my hands like you guys on the audio can hear. Yeah, okay. Or come join the fun over on the forum at forum.justanotherfanboy.com. All links uh, for everything will be in the show notes. So, until next week, folks, I'm Ed, and that's Steven. This 
was the Superman Super Show. Bye. Ciao. Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Action Comics Magazine. Matt. My daughter's name is Piper. I do the Superman radio. Oh, cool. Okay. Very nice. Welcome, Matt. Welcome. Superman Welcome, radio Matt. I'm sorry. So this is the podcast um, that actually plays the episodes, the, the actual radio episodes, or do you talk about the radio episodes? Or both? Or is it delayed? Yes. All right. Well, we're... Um, Okay, plays the episodes and then has commentary. commentary. Yeah, I, I, I thought that's what it was. Yeah. I, uh, Matt, I haven't actually listened yet. Um, it's on my list. Uh, I, uh, I think, Ed, we were talking a couple of weeks back on one of the episodes that now that I'm working from home and I don't spend as much time in the car, I find that I don't listen to podcasts as much as I used to. Um, 90% of the time, if I'm in the car, uh, usually my wife's with me. Uh, and so we've been listening to a lot of Conan O'Brien needs a friend. So. Nice to have you here, Matt. Appreciate it, man. Um, I'm, I'm about, uh, 35 or 40 episodes in. Um, I don't listen to an episode every time I listen to podcasts, which is every day while I'm at work, but I listen to, uh, probably one or two a week. Um, and I started from the beginning relatively recently, uh, right, right before we started the show, actually, I nice. started listening to the <coughs> Superman radio shows. Cool. Yeah, it's like it's on my list. I gotta. I have I have found that regardless of the fact that um, a lot of the stuff that I do at work is putting together reports and uh, crunching numbers and crap like that. If I'm listening to an audiobook or a podcast, my mind tends to focus on what I'm doing and not what I'm listening to. And suddenly, I'll realize that I've been listening to something for twenty or thirty minutes, and I have no idea. What has happened over those last 20 or 30 minutes? Right. No recollection. And yeah. So I, I tend to pay better attention when I'm in the car. So unfortunately, that means I'm way behind on a lot of my podcasts. And that, that does make me a little sad. I'm going to, Ed, real quick, I'm going to jump into the kitchen and grab a soda. Okay. Um, Go for it. And then we'll we'll get started on episode number two. Okay. Episode 25. Of, yeah. So anyone else out there listening as we're recording, we have Doug S., and we have Matt so far. So anybody else that might be listening, say something so we see who you be. I think Stephen can see on StreamYard how many people are listening in, right? Yeah, it's showing two currently. Well, that's, so that that's what we Matt have. And Doug, yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah. All right. I've got uh, Audacity going back here. Yeah. I saved the first one. Did you save the started. first one? Yeah. First one saved. All right. Um, so let's do the, the clap. Okay. One, two, three. Now we have three people watching. Oh, all right. Ready to go? Nope. Hang on. Got to <clears throat> get everything going here. <laughs> right. What is that? Look like a Mountain Dew? Is it, this is a Dye Mountain Dew, sir. I'm watching my weight. Di